This is an ABC podcast. Kaya, nan curl Millie Rose, nan mudich curling. Hi, I'm Millie Rose. I'm a fierce girl. We recognise Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies from here on Noongar country and from wherever you are listening. We respect the elders of the past and present. Yes. Girl power. This is the story of the girl who created a unicorn, Melanie Perkins. Read by Wiradjuri woman and STEM journalist Ray Johnston. Melanie Perkins clung to her board, waves lapping against its edges as she drifted further and further and further. She was surrounded by blue as far as the eye could see. The kite that was supposed to fill with wind and carry her between islands lay deflated and useless beside her. Remind me how I ended up here again? She asked herself, floating in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. Melanie's mind drifted off with the current, all the way back to where her journey began, to the other side of the world in Western Australia. That'll be $5, please. When Melanie was 14, she made scarves and sold them at markets in Perth. It was fun, but scarves weren't exactly innovative. Melanie hungered for something bigger and better, something that would solve problems, something that would change the world. I just need to figure out what that is, she thought. Melanie went to university to study communications, commerce and psychology. It was a mix of the things she liked, business and brains. But studying wasn't exciting enough on its own. Melanie started a side hustle, teaching her classmates how to use computer programs to make things like posters and websites. Ugh, it's too hard, the students complained. How do I crop this pic? What do you mean I have to buy my own fonts? This is taking way too long. It's just too complicated. Melanie was a patient teacher, but the truth was she agreed with the students. The programs they had to learn were tricky. It took months and months just to figure out the basics. There's got to be a better way, Melanie said. There should be a simple program that's quick and easy to use and can design things that look great. It'll be the future of publishing. (gasps) Melanie gasped. That was it. That was the problem she needed to solve. It's so obvious, Melanie said. The future of publishing is me. Melanie raced home and rearranged her mum's living room to make space for an office. This is our headquarters, she told her boyfriend, Cliff. The future of publishing starts here. Melanie didn't know a whole lot about big business yet, 
but she knew she wouldn't be able to change the world overnight. We need to start small, she said, testing the idea on one single product to prove that it works, something with words and pictures. Melanie's mum was a school teacher. It's a bit of a pain putting our school yearbook together, she said. Melanie clapped her hands. That's it, she said. School yearbooks will be perfect. There'll be a gazillion templates to choose from, a huge image library, and you'll be able to drag and drop whatever you like onto the page, she said. It'll be as easy as sending an email. Melanie's dream was the first thing on her mind when she woke up every morning and the last thing on her mind when she went to sleep every night. She thought about it and talked about it, talked about it and thought about it. And when her yearbook program was ready, she picked up the phone and called every school in Australia. Designing your school yearbook? Hello, I'm Melanie. Are you having trouble with your designing yearbook your design? yearbook? Has never been easier. I've got a You can sign up by going to Fusion. Schools signed up, and Melanie spent hours upon hours printing yearbooks and popping them in the post. Until one day, she checked her own letterbox. Melanie yelled. It's our first $100 cheque. And the cheques kept coming. Soon, Melanie's mum's living room wasn't big enough for their business. They took over the bedrooms, the laundry, the garage, while delivery trucks backed into the driveway to load up with yearbooks. Melanie, the school said, can we make things other than yearbooks with your program? Maybe newsletters or stickers? Melanie took it as a sign. It's time to expand, she said. Melanie smoothed down her blazer. It's important we wear suits, she said. It helps us look businessy. Melanie and her team were at the Western Australia Inventor of the Year Awards. What is it that you have invented? The judges asked. Melanie cleared her throat. Have you ever tried to design something on a computer, like a poster or a newsletter, and given up because it was too hard? Well, I have invented something that's so easy to use, anyone will be able to create professional-looking designs in minutes. Sounds ambitious. Sounds outlandish. Sounds expensive. Melanie crossed her fingers. She knew her idea was big. She knew her idea needed more than just her hard work, talking and thinking. It needed the world's brightest tech minds. And it needed money. Big money. She came runner-up. But... It was a five-minute chat after the ceremony that was the real prize. Melanie, I'm Bill Tai, 
venture capitalist. If you're ever in Silicon Valley, I'd be happy to meet with you to discuss your idea further. A venture capitalist, Melanie thought. That's someone who gives people money or help, usually in return for owning a part of the business. And Silicon Valley, home of Google, Apple, Facebook, Netflix, home of the world's brightest tech minds, home of money, big money. Yes, Melanie had been practicing her handshake for a moment like this. She shook Bill's hand firmly. Sure, Bill. Melanie played it cool. I was planning a trip there soon, so I'll give you a call when I'm in town. Melanie knew if she wanted to achieve her dream, she needed to go to Silicon Valley. Melanie slept on lounge room floors by night and knocked on doors by day. I'm Melanie Perkins from Australia. I'd like to present to you the future of publishing. No, thank you. Hi, I'm Melanie. I've created a concept that will change the world. Not interested. Hi, I'm Melanie. Let me show you how I'm revolutionising design. Too ambitious. Not ambitious enough. No, 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 no. Melanie and her idea were rejected more than 100 times. And the rejection stung every single time. But after every no, no, Melanie went back to her lounge room floor bed and rewrote her pitch. Have you ever thought people aren't taking you seriously because, well, you're a girl? Someone asked. It was true that most of the companies in Silicon Valley were owned by men. And there were way more men than women working in tech across the world. But Melanie shook her head. No. If I blamed my gender for this, it would take the power out of my hands, she said. Rejection is part of the process. It's hard because it's meant to be. Melanie wrote herself a letter. Mel, you're extremely tired. You're in a challenging situation, but you can pull through. Nothing bad is really happening. You're just feeling depressed because you're used to achieving things quickly. It's a hard environment. There's no doubt you will succeed and you will find the team you need and build the company you've always wanted. You've chosen to put yourself in a challenging situation. If it wasn't challenging, you wouldn't feel as satisfied when you get to the end goal. Then she picked up the phone. Hello, Bill Ty. Bill, it's Melanie Perkins. Let's do lunch. Melanie smoothed down her blazer and shook Bill's hand firmly. You didn't have to get so dressed up, he said. Melanie scanned the cafe. Bill was right. Silicon Valley's idea of businessy seemed to be shorts and sneakers. Um, I have my pitch here. 
for the future of publishing. Melanie plonked a wad of paper on the table. You don't have that on an iPad? Bill asked. Melanie stuttered. Uh, no, sorry. Bill leaned back in his chair and crossed one leg over the other. Melanie did the same. She remembered from psychology class at university that people responded well if you copied their body language. But Bill didn't seem to notice. He was scrolling through his phone. Um, so I was saying... Melanie fumbled through her presentation, mimicking Bill's movements and trying to eat her lunch all at once. Bill didn't look up from his phone. Melanie was sure he wasn't interested. She was wasting her time. Are you done? Bill asked. Melanie nodded. Well, it sounds great to me, Bill said. I've just been going through my phone, sending your details to my network. Melanie's heart skipped a beat. Really? She said. Thank you so much. Just one question, Bill said. How's your kite surfing? Which brings me back to here, Melanie said to herself. The middle of the Caribbean, clinging for dear life to this kite board. Melanie had no idea how to kite surf when she met with Bill in Silicon Valley. And the truth was, she didn't really want to know how. Melanie liked to be in control. She didn't want to be tossed around and carried across the ocean by the wind. But when she discovered Bill and some of Silicon Valley's brightest minds and deepest pockets were keen kite surfers, Melanie swapped her blazer for a wetsuit, booked some lessons and literally dove straight in. Melanie, is that you? Finally, a rescue boat. Over here. After hours of floating and years of rejection, Melanie's determination paid off. You don't give up, do you? It's a big dream, but I think you can do it. I'm in. We're in. Sign me up. Investors threw money at Melanie's idea. She gathered the world's brightest tech minds to join her team. And with Melanie as their leader, they built a unicorn. In business news, a design company, Canva, headed by Australian woman Melanie Perkins, has just reached unicorn status. That means it's been valued at $1 billion. Melanie became Australia's youngest billionaire and the world's richest self-made female billionaire under the age of 40. But the billions Melanie cared about the most weren't dollars. They were designs. Billions and billions of designs have been created by millions of people using Canva all over the world. And first thing when she wakes up every morning and last thing before she goes to sleep every night, Melanie checks her inbox. Thank you for helping me design my school project. I'm a sheriff and I used your program to create wanted posters. I run a charity and I don't have to pay a designer anymore. 
This is so easy. Melanie has officially retired from kite surfing, but she still has her outlandish vision and she can't stop talking about it and thinking about it. Thinking about it and talking about it. Our mission is to empower the world to design. And I really mean the whole world. You can only grow as big as your dreams. My name is Ray Johnston. I'm a STEM journalist. So that's science, technology, engineering and maths. And being able to tell a story like Melanie's and share it with as many little girls and other kids as possible is such an honour and so important because in the STEM industries, we don't have as many women as we should. And Melanie's story is a great example of resilience and determination and just proves that women not only belong here, but women are the future. This episode was recorded on the lands of the Darug people and we pay our respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. If you need more fierceness in your life, we have a ton of other Fierce Girl stories we've made just for you. Like the episode about Andrea Boyd, the girl who became the voice for space. Andrea Boyd loved the TV science fiction series Star Trek. Bolana Torres, chief engineer of the USS Voyager, was her favourite character and Andrea vowed to be just like her one day. But when the world's best engineers came together to build the International Space Station, Andrea realised science fact was better than science fiction. She moved throughout 95 different countries, refining her skills so that she could work in mission control, talking to the astronauts who lived in the space station as it orbited the Earth every 90 minutes. Just search for Andrea Boyd in the podcast feed on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also ask your smart speaker. Hey, smart speaker, play Fierce Girls podcast. Sure, here's the latest episode of Fierce Girls. <laughs> Over and out.